This is Dear Hallmark. Each week, I'll bring you reviews of your favorite Hallmark movies and TV shows. So grab a drink and let's see what we're getting into with this episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Dear Hallmark podcast. My name is Dara, and this is a space where I nerd over Hallmark Channel movies, TV shows, and stuff. I hope you guys enjoyed the previous episode reviewing and recapping Coyote Creek Christmas with Callie, also known as Hallmark's The Spot. Be sure, if you haven't already, to check out her review page and follow her on Instagram because she is a barrel of laughs and fun, for sure. So for this episode, we are going to dive into The Christmas Promise, which was Hallmark and Mo- Hallmark Movies and Mysteries premiere Christmas movie. Also, their lineup is called The Miracles of Christmas. This was the premiere movie that came on right after Coyote Creek Christmas. But before we get into that, I just want to catch y'all up on some things um, since we didn't get a chance to talk in the last week's episode, because I mean, the last episode, because we had company. So I know this is old news, but I still haven't been able to express my opinion yet with Danica McKellar signing an exclusive deal to GAC. <laughs> Needless to say, I was shocked. I was... I'm thinking, all right now, Danica, we are on the road to, like, upward. Because for me, Danica McKellar's movies are a hit or miss, you know? So I I really enjoyed You, Me, and the Christmas Trees and frankly thought it was one of her best works. So I'm thinking, this is, this, this is it. We, we, about to, we about to go somewhere. And go she did to another network. <laughs> She was like, oh, yeah, I'm about to go. All right. I'm about to go to GAC. And so Danica signed a deal that takes her through 2023. So it's two full years where she will be writing, producing, um, starring in her some movies. And they actually already released one the title of one of the movies called A Winter Castle, which I'm assuming they're going to be mimicking the Hallmark seasonal lineup with their movies in early 2022. Am I going to watch it? You bet your bottom's dollar I'm going to watch it. Okay. So I just wanted to say that because I don't think I talked to you guys about that. But I found that incredibly shocking. Incredibly shocking. Speaking on GAC, this is about to be a GAC intro. I have watched... An autumn romance four times already. I, ugh, y'all, it was a misstep for Hallmark to not give me my fall feels because now I'm kind of like fall binging in this movie to, because of everything that I missed. Is this movie cheesy? Sure, but I, and you can listen to my full thoughts on the review episode that I did last week. But when I tell you I got my ever-loving fall harvest life watching this movie, they went so far as to even have his car orange. Do you hear me? That is called commitment, and I'm here for it. And I want more of it. 
I the chemistry that Jessica and Chad have gives me Andrew and Bethany vibes. Like they literally, I feel like are going to be the king and queen of GAC at this point if they keep on going on like this. Plus, with their Christmas movie coming out, um, oh, I just saw the commercial. What is it? Friday, November twenty sixth. So that will be GAC's Black Friday special movie called An Angel Falls Christmas. And I watched the after party for Jessica's movie, which I think is something that's really cool that GAC does. After each movie, they host an after party exclusively on their website. You have to create an account. And then with that, you can participate through sending in questions and watch live them interact, um, Bill engaging with the talent, both the talent and the behind the scenes talent for the movie that just aired. So with this first after party, because an autumn romance was the first one that aired, for GAC in general, it was just Bill and Jessica. And Jessica is just the sweetest. I was like, I could literally, no wonder I can watch her for two hours. Just watching her for 25 minutes, I was like, oh my gosh, I want to be your friend. She is so cool. And they kind of alluded to there being a little twist in Angel Falls Christmas so I'm like, oh shoot, because they said if you loved it, if you liked an autumn romance, you're gonna love Angel Falls Christmas. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready. I won't be able to watch it when it airs, but ooh, that Saturday Thanksgiving, it's I'm it's going to be a movie marathon because Hallmark will have released two movies Friday night because they have um, one at six and one at eight, and then that Angel Falls Christmas one is the one I'm going to watch. Plus, well, I'm going to try to watch the Thursday ones because Hallmark is also airing to Thanksgiving evening at 6 and 8. I'm going to try to get those Friday day since I'll be out in the like the late afternoon evening. So if I'm not if I don't get around to those Saturday and Sunday is going to be chock full of movie watching for your girls. So I can't wait because that's <laughs> We we're gonna be going in on the podcasts during Thanksgiving weekend. They have your girl working. Okay. I'm I'm super excited because we got Brother Tyler's movie coming out with Bethany Joy Lenz. Uh Taylor's movie is coming out with Carlo Marx. I think Trevor's movie is coming out during Thanksgiving weekend as well. I know Paul Green's movie is coming out. Um his I think airs right before Tyler's on Friday, on Black Friday at 6, and then Tyler's airs at 8 on Friday. But speaking of the Christmas, so I I didn't mention this in the Coyote Creek Christmas review, but right after Coyote Creek Christmas, I said, I need a palate cleanser. So I watched the re-airing of... GAC's first premiere holiday movie, Much Ado About Christmas, because it came on the same time as Coyote Creek. Um, And so I just waited and like the extra 30, 45 minutes after that aired. And then um, that's when it makes that's when my streaming service makes DVR movies available. And I watched it. Wow. Honestly, I wasn't looking for this one. I never I never mentioned this one in my GAC preview special. But I was like, let me just give it a shot. And I'm so grateful I did. 
The leading man is Torrance Coombs, who is the male lead in Romance in the Air, a Hallmark, I don't know if it was spring or summer, Hallmark movie, um, where he stars opposite Cindy Busby. That was the hot air balloon that takes place in Lake Tahoe. Which, by the way, I have a reaction on the last 10 minutes of that because that that movie threw me for a loop at the end. Okay, you can watch that on Instagram if you want to see that. But he plays this British ad exec who um, is in this kind of like startup ad. He's he works at this startup ad agency with two of his friends and they want to pitch to this very wealthy, successful. I'm. I, so I still haven't watched the movie from the beginning. So I don't know if she's in beauty or if she's in like, if it's a department store, but she's coming out with a new fragrance. She owns like an, like a, think of Dior or Armani. Like if you were an ad agency about to pitch to Dior or Armani, that's the status that this woman has. So they want, they got an invite to her Christmas party and Torrance Coombs character, Claude, that's his name. Claude ends up meeting a nice young woman who he doesn't know is the daughter of the woman he's going to pitch to. But she's she finds out that he's pitching to her mom and she's like, oh, crap. But she doesn't want to tell him that she's her daughter because she says every time I tell someone who my mother is, men start acting differently. And I just don't want to have to go through that. I want to be able to experience getting into a relationship and dating in a normal way. But it ends up backfiring. That's kind of like the 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 short end of the plot. However, this movie was beautifully shot. I the Christmas I literally felt like warmness in my on the inside like I experienced those warm fuzzies I was like whoa what what is happening right now what they were able to capture with the chemistry now mind you okay there is about two people who have a British accent in this movie who play side characters one of them plays a villain like the 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 antagonist if you will and the other one plays the best friend to our leading lady her British accent is horrible. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's it's plain as day that it's an accent. She's like apparently she picked it up because she was in London for some time, either working or in college or something. But if you can <laughs> if you can get past those those British accents, because Torrance does a there's a nice one. His is very believable. I could I can stand his. His is very believable to me. But the others, not so much. <laughs> so I I totally, please, check out Much Ado About Christmas. Now, the next one coming up this Saturday for GAC is the one starring Sarah Lind. And if you don't know who Sarah Lind is, she is the leading lady in the Martha's Vineyards uh, Mysteries where Jesse Metcalf stars. That's where I know her from. I just started Martha's the Martha's Vineyard series right before Countdown to Christmas started. So I'm about, I think I'm two, two installments in, two out of four. So I'm halfway done. So it's going to be interesting to see her in, in a romantic comedy light because now I only know her in this dramatic scenario, which she acts her behind off, let me tell you. 
Like she puts in work on that show. She is brilliant as Dr. Z. I love her. But here's the thing. She plays twins. Like much like Candace Cameron Bure in Christmas Switch Up or whatever that whatever that movie was. And then Vanessa Hudgens and the Princess Swish. We got Swish Switch. <laughs> we got the same thing here where Sarah Lind is playing twins and they switch places and experience each other's lives for Christmas and probably ends up falling with the guy that the other person, you know, is in their life or whatever. But the, so I'm I'm conflicted because I'm like, I felt the same way about Much Ado About Christmas and it blew me away. So I might give that a chance. It's a strong possibility. I'm going to give it a chance since Much Ado About Christmas proved me wrong. I'm hoping the, the switch up Christmas, I forget what this movie is called, will prove me wrong as well. So, well, that was longer than I thought. Um, Let's take a quick break and we are going to get into what we came here for. Yes, the review of Hallmark Movies and Mysteries slash Miracles of Christmas. Second countdown. I don't even know why I try sometimes. (laughs) Y'all, we about to talk about the Christmas promise when I come back. (laughs) Stay tuned. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back, everyone. So the Christmas promise. Let's see what it's about. According to the Hallmark Movies and Mysteries synopsis, the Christmas promise is about a woman named Nicole who learns to deal with grief with the help of her grandfather, played by Patrick Duffy, and a carpenter, played by Dylan Bruce, that she hires to renovate the home that was once meant for her and her fiancé. And the woman who plays Nicole, her name is Tori DeVito. That is the short end of it. Um, One of the biggest threads is that she is also, well, do I want to say that? I'm going to leave that for you to watch the movie because there is an element of mystery in a sense in this movie. It's it's diet mystery. It's mystery light, L-I-T-E. So the movie starts off very hunky-dory and then we find out how her fiancé dies. And then the movie flashes forward to a year later, which is where a chunk like literally probably the uh, 90% of the movie takes place, which is her finding it within herself to sell the home that her and her fiance were going to live in and also sell the toy store that she worked in with her fiance. She realizes that her dream was actually knitting. She loves to knit. She knits sweaters and she knits clothes for the 
certain toys that she sells in the toy store and people just love these knitted fabric these knitted sweaters for the dolls and for the toys she wears some of them she knits some for her dad and so that's that's a a plot line that is explored uh but as the synopsis said this movie deals with grief and how nicole or they they mainly call her nick throughout the whole movie so how nick is dealing with the death of her fiance. Her fiance is played by the same gentleman. I believe his name is Giles or Giles Panton, who played George and it was always you. <laughs> so yeah, you'll see that familiar face. Um, this movie was okay. People were saying they cried. It was their favorite movie of the weekend. It didn't move me that way emotionally, but I think it's a, I think it's an okay movie. I did love the chemistry between Nicole and Joe. Joe was the name of the carpenter. He, I felt that they really did establish a friendship and I appreciated seeing that. They did have a, a mid movie kiss scene, which it was, it came out of nowhere. I was like, what? And but I I liked the banter in between the random kisses because they don't kiss once but twice, and it is fast but it's abrupt. And I wasn't prepared. I, I remember when that scene was over. I was just like, "What just happened?" <laughs> um. Oh wow! I don't know if I have much to say on this, y'all. <laughs> uh. I give it a solid three crowns. Um, Her friends in this are funny. The same dude who I think worked the bookstore and advice to love by is one of her best friends in this. And the woman who played Susan, who is one of her best friends, hilarious. So she would, she was the one who always threw the Christmas parties in their friend circle. And she always threw, she threw an ugly Christmas sweater party uh, every year and she always declared herself the winner <laughs> which is hilarious <laughs> and there was something else she did that was just hilarious too I forget but I I appreciated them trying to inject that as a a bit of humor throughout this instead of it being so emotionally dark Susan brought the the light she brought the humor and even Joe, he was trying to be funny. I felt like it fell flat a couple of times because you could tell he was trying to make her laugh. And I thought that that was cute. But I do think that they worked well together. Y'all, I really don't have much to say about this. I still like Christmas in my heart better. I think the woman who, Tori DeVito, is a great actor. I want to see her in other stuff. Um, I want to see her in a rom-com. I want to see how she does on the Hallmark Channel. But there's really not... Oh, her her dad, Pops, played by step by step, day by day. And that the dad from that show. He was cool. He was cool as kind of like a rock, something that she would bounce ideas off. Not ideas, but like when she needed a sounding board. She would ask him, like, how did you do? Because her, 
his wife, her grandmom, died. Um, I just need a break from death. <laughs> I do. I need a break from death. I need a break from people's uh, family members dying. I pray in the next Christmas movie, which we're going to talk about in our closing segment, I pray there isn't someone who died in it. I don't want to have to go to every Hallmark movies and like every miracles of Christmas movie involves death. I just, I need a reprieve. Maybe that's what the Hallmark channel is for, but it's emotionally taxing. It's like, I can only take so much and you're giving me nine of these in a row. That's probably why they're only doing one. And then you got three other movies during the weekend. (laughs) Which I should say, the Christmas sale, that was out of all of the movies that have premiered on on Hallmark Channel so far. To me, that one was the most dramatic and emotional. I would say even more than Boyfriends of Christmas Past. Um, I'm trying to think. Is there something else? No, I don't. Yeah, this, this, yeah, it was, it was, it was just kind of a standard movie, y'all. I wish, I genuinely wish I had more to say. I'm trying to think if there are scenes that I'm missing. The ugly sweaters were indeed ugly. They were like the, the best of the ugly. Um, I'm I'm purposefully keeping out a plot line because I still want you guys to watch it. Or should I just talk about it? All right, I'll talk about it. So throughout the course of the movie, as she's getting close to Joe, she she wanted a way of coping with texting her dead fiance. So one night she's in her bed and she decides because, okay, and I should preface, I should back it up by saying this. This isn't an arbitrary action of hers. This came off of the heels of her having a a conversation with her grandfather, asking him, how did he get over? Like, what did he do to, to kind of cope with how he, with the pain that he felt in losing his wife? And he said he wrote letters and he and so but instead of writing letters she texted his number and she started she actually got a reply someone else and now assumes her fiance Henry's number and throughout the movie she is texting back and forth with this number it gave me bottled with love energy and delivered by christmas energy that plot line of the movie And I'll I'll leave it at that because I I do want to leave an element of mystery. And I do. This is a movie I feel like you have to watch and and get it like make your own determination. Because, again, everyone was saying this is their favorite movie of the weekend. And I'm just like, uh, hmm. I think Christmas in Harmony is my favorite of the weekend. That joint was a blast. I felt like I was on a rocket ship and I took off. But like I said, I feel like I'm repeating myself and I apologize. This is a three crown movie. Be sure to watch Christmas Promise. I'm sure it's going to air again within the next few days if you missed it during its original airing. So with that being said, let's take a quick break. 
And then let's close this thing out, shall we? Hi, Dara. I had never heard of your podcast before today, and you have a new fan. I loved everything you had to say about an autumn romance. Totally agree about missing the fall vibes on Hallmark, and I love that GAC came out with this movie first. Uh, Chad Michael Murray is amazing, and uh, the woman who played Taylor's brother's wife, stunning. I was obsessed the whole movie, and it was just so much fun. Really looking forward to seeing what they do for the holiday season. And also, I'm so sorry that I didn't know about you before now because I'm a big Chesapeake Shores fan, so I'm going to have to go back and hear what you had to say about this season and crossing fingers for season six. Have a great day. Well, thank you so much for your kind words, Amanda. Um, Now, let me tell you about the Chesapeake Shores. So I'm late to the Chesapeake Shore boat. So what you will find on my recaps of episodes, I mean, of seasons one and two, I wrapped up season two right before Countdown to Christmas started. And we're going to pick it right back up since season five already ended. We're going to pick it right back up in the new year, recapping episodes three, four, and five. So that by the time season, and I'm just going to say when season six comes out, I'm praying it does. (laughs) I can record, I'll be able to do a review of that in real time for you. But thank you so much. And yes, yes, an autumn, you heard me in the... (laughs) In the intro. And Autumn Romance, I have watched it four times. So I, I know. I And like I said, I got my fault feels. So I feel you. And yes, the woman who played her brother's wife, stunning. When I watched it um, as I'm, before I recorded this, I was just looking at her face. And I'm like, yo, why is her skin on porcelain? <laughs> like this woman is indeed stunning. And Chad Michael Murray can do no wrong okay thank you so much again amanda and for any of you guys listening out there want to know how does she do that what is that where did that come from there is a link in the show notes where you are able to leave a voice message that voice message is 60 seconds worth of your thoughts whatever you want to say you want to talk about chesapeake you want to talk about countdown of christmas you want to talk about harvest moon i did reviews of sweet autumn irresistible blueberry farm if you just want to say dara I need Andrew Walker in another movie for the winter. Like, whatever you want to say, Hallmark related, it's your 60 seconds to have that I can put into the podcast and respond to. It's just another way for me to engage with you guys. And I love it. Yes. So going into the weekend, let's look at what our lineup is. On Friday, November 5th at 8 p.m., we have Gingerbread Miracle, and this is starring Merritt Patterson and John Ecker. Here's what the synopsis is. Two old friends from high school work together over Christmas to sell his uncle's Mexican bakery, famous for its magical gingerbread cookies that Grant wishes. I think I'm going to need to find me some gingerbread cookies before I watch this, because I can already tell it's going to give me a jonesing for some gingerbread. And I'm excited. 
So that's coming on November 5th, and we've been seeing previews through Coyote Creek Christmas. They were playing some previews. Um, what's that movie? What's that movie? Christmas Sale. They were playing previews of that as well, So of Gingerbread Miracle. So that's what we have to look forward to Friday at 8. And then this is Hallmark Channel, by the way. Saturday on Hallmark Channel at 8 p.m. Next stop, Christmas. Angie wonders what her life would be like if she had married a former boyfriend who became a famous sportscaster. Now, if that doesn't give me Love Strikes Twice vibes, I don't know what does. I don't know if she's already married in this one, though. It looks like she may be single, depending, like, looking at the previews, which is the biggest difference. (laughs) The biggest difference. Uh, She takes the train home to spend Christmas with her family and inexplicably finds herself 10 years in the past. With the advice of the train's enigmatic conductor, that is such a trippy word. Like, you can feel yourself tripping down the stairs as you say it because of the amount of energy your throat box takes to say that word. Your jaw is doing somersaults enigmatic but I love it though I love it let's try that again with the advice of the train's enigmatic conductor Angie has the chance to revisit that Christmas and learn what and who is truly important to her and the conductor is played by Christopher Lloyd um Lindsay Fonseca is our leading lady and Chandler Massey is our our Hallmark hero. Angie and Ben are their names, and going back in time is their game. And this stars Christopher Lloyd, who is best known as uh, the dude from Back to the Future, which I'm, I haven't watched it yet, but I got time. Okay, I got time. That's, this is the movie that um, we're going to talk about on Monday via podcast. So I got time, you guys. I got time. Now, That's airing at 8. At 10, for Miracles of Christmas on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, we have Debbie Makomer's A Mrs. Miracle Christmas. You better say that eight times fast. When a family faces loneliness and loss of faith, Mrs. Miracle swoops in to renew their Christmas spirit, and they experience a holiday of heavenly proportions. This stars Caroline Ray, Caitlin Doubleday, Steve Lund and Paula Shaw. Steve Lund is the homie. Can I just say that? After like he's always been the homie. He's just kind of been chill, sitting, looking at his newspaper, sipping his coffee black in a white mug. You know what I'm saying? Now, I need you guys, if you haven't already, before you watch Miracles of Christmas, what is this? A Mrs. Miracle Christmas? Watch love upstream on up tv when i tell you steve lund is brilliant that dude can act the brother can act you hear me he did his thug thizzle in that movie and i loved him then rounding out the weekend we have a christmas treasure this one stars jordan sparks as lou and michael xavier as kyle we're gonna talk about that cast and i read the synopsis after opening this is that 
After opening a 100-year-old time capsule and meeting a charming chef, Lou questions whether or not she should move to New York after Christmas and further her writing career. Now, I've seen previews and Jordan sings in this movie, so I'm wondering how they're going to incorporate the music because that was something that they executed poorly, I believe, in Roadhouse Romance. It didn't make sense for Lauren Elena, Lauren Elena's character. She was a physical therapist. She was in the army. She was running the restaurant. She can sing. I was like, which one are we going to focus on? I, I was all, it was a little bit um, chaotic to me. So I'm very curious how they're going to incorporate singing for Jordan's character, Lou. Now, Michael Xavier is a man that can hold his own. Do you hear me? He was in Christmas Comes Twice last year with Tamara Mori Housley. Long and short, didn't like that movie. Wasn't his fault. I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, saw him opposite Keisha Knight Pulliam. I think it was called Broadcast. for. No, that's the Melissa Joan Hart one. It was oh, Radio Christmas. Where And that one took place in Bethlehem, PA. That one was good. That was the first movie I saw with him in it. And I said, excuse me, sir, what else have you done? You the bomb. Next, last year, he did a Lifetime one called Christmas on Wheels, which I actually have a review of in the art. Like, <laughs> if you scroll all the way down in my YouTube videos, you'll see it there. I got my hair, my fro is super, super short, but it's there. And he carried that film carried it the leading lady gave him nothing i'm talking dust i'm talking biggie sized tumbleweed you hear me she gave him nothing to work with i don't recommend you watch that movie but still the dude can act and even in the previews look at this if you have the homework movies checklist app just looking at the picture that they use the way he looking at the camera and smiling and the way she's looking at him and smiling the chemistry is present and i'm here for it don't know what accent that was the chemistry is is present i'm talking chap lips and chapstick and things like chemistry hashtag reliant k y'all i'm excited the one i am looking the most ugh, Gosh, the English language done hit me in the back of the head. The movie I'm looking forward to the most, A Christmas Treasure, number one. Next stop, Christmas, number two. Gingerbread Miracle, number three. Mrs. Miracle, number four. That's kind of my my ranking as of now in terms of expectation. But we know what happens when I when I have expectations. That's something Callie and I talked about last episode. So maybe I should just assume everything is going to suck and then be surprised or just go in with a, a blank slate and just wide-eyed and bushy-tailed it's very hard for me to not go in with expectations when I'm ex- when I'm genuinely excited about the actors that are in the movie it's incredibly hard how do you approach a movie without expectations like Think of the Tyler Hines and Bethany Joy Lynn's one. How the heck could I not expect it to be brilliant? Y'all know? Sorry for yelling. All right. I'll calm down. But I'm excited for a Christmas treasure. I really am. 
And Jordan seems like she's giving me Lauren Elena vibes with just this natural, endearing charm that I feel like she's going to bring to the role. But hopefully she executes it a little bit better because Roadhouse Romance did not do it for me. I have that review up on YouTube as well. Well, y'all, I look forward to hearing you guys through voice message. Again, there's a link in the show notes. And if this is your first episode of Dear Hallmark, what's up? If you're stopping by, why not stay a while? Hit subscribe, take your shoes off, put your coat on, the, hang your coat up on the rack. You don't have to bring nothing. We, we just got food for you to eat. You can even have a to-go plate, okay? And then on YouTube, which is the other home of Dear Hallmark, there are some reviews on there of Christmas movies that you won't find here on the podcast. For instance, the Christmas sale review, Santa Stakeout, Christmas in Harmony. I had a blast with that Christmas in Harmony review. I went a little, I was a little goofy for that one because of, I really liked Christmas in Harmony. I really, really did. So be sure to check that out. And there's a link in the show notes for you to check out my YouTube channel and subscribe to that as well. Um, I'm trying to think, is there anything else? Following Dear Hallmark on Instagram, if you are so inclined, um, because as I've, I don't believe I've mentioned here, but I do what well, I did with Romance in the Air. I, I post little reactions that you will not find on YouTube or even the podcast. For instance, I, I recently posted a reaction I did like a probably like four minutes of a few scenes from Rocky Mountain Christmas starring Lindy Booth and Christopher Palaha there was a couple scenes in there I had to get I had some thoughts I had to get off my chest and out to the peoples so you'll find that up on the gram with that being said (laughs) thank you so much you guys for joining me this week I look forward to talking with you guys next week about next stop Christmas and Mrs. Miracle Christmas. Until then, I wish you a Merry Christmas.